We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Scott Lingamfelter, the former delegate and the noted author, is with us this morning. And Scott, I appreciate you coming on. It's been a while since we talked. So in the, in the wake of the disappointing election results and you having been a victim, I guess, of the changing mindset and demographics, perhaps, of, of the northern part of Virginia. What's your assessment of what has taken place? And good morning to you. Well, good morning to you, John. I hope you're doing well. I'm I great. hope you're not sick. Yeah, no, today I'm okay. <laughs> um, Frustrated, well, that's it. Yeah, I think that uh, we're all disappointed. I mean, I think many of us, including myself, you know, were exuberant about the pre-election polls. I mean, the the red wave turned out to be a red drip. Um, and you see that. Uh, I think the House now is going to be in Republican hands. And that is a good thing, because at least it will be a check on what uh, the Biden administration can foist onto us in terms of new spending and new programs and and uh, trying to run our lives uh, by the minute. So I think that's the, the, the glimmer of hope. There were some definite interesting uh, results around the country. I think Florida is a remarkable event. But then again, look at Arizona. I mean, so it's a bookended deal. Um, the Senate will be in Democrat hands and, and unless uh, Herschel Walker pulls out the Georgia piece and then they go back into the same basic configuration they were. So at the end of the day, John, we've had this big blow up in the country Uh, And all that has resulted is the House is now going to be in Republican hands and the Senate will be in the same configuration, maybe with a a plus vote. Now, in Virginia, um, we shouldn't be surprised. I think that redistricting matters. I think that the district in um, in um, in Virginia Beach was slightly in favor of the Republicans. The two in northern Virginia still tilted toward the Democrats and both of those candidates, Republican candidates who worked very hard, Yesley Vega here and Prince William Hunkallop and Loudon and in uh, the area uh, against uh, Jennifer Wexton, um, did, did well. They actually did well. They didn't do well enough. Uh, and I think that as you, as you look at uh, the results, you'll, you'll find that, and this should surprise no one, John, that independents are decisive in these races. Uh, look at Pennsylvania. Eighteen percent of the independents were influenced by the by the messaging, quite frankly, of the Democrats. They don't like Joe Biden's economics. Uh, they became concerned about Republican candidates. Uh, if you look at uh, the nationwide, I think it was like a four percent of four uh, percent of independents went with the Democrats. So. I think that one of the things that we have to ask ourselves, aside from the the muscle groups of running campaigns and how you get early votes uh, to your side and and all the rest, is you you have to ask yourself, 
how can I appeal to independence? And if you cannot do that uh, successfully, uh, you're going to be in the condition that we see uh, the Republican parties, the Republican Party here on the 15th of November. Well, what issues would you say were the issues that caused people to those independent voters to be concerned about Republican candidates. I mean, I, I, granted, I, I'm, I'm looking at Pennsylvania from hours and many miles away, and I look at John Fetterman, the senator-elect, and I think, I mean, all right, let's be honest. If he was a Republican, could I pull the lever for someone like him who looks like he does, sounds like he does, who, I, I mean, appears to be almost an incoherent, incompetent boob? I just, even if he was a Republican and I was desperate to win the Senate, I'm not sure that that would be an option that would be acceptable for me. And I'm pretty reliable Republican vote. So what is it about Dr. Oz or the Republican brand that was such a turnoff that people would vote for? I mean, I hope I'm not being unfair here. I don't think I am. Almost a brain-dead guy. Well, I, I think I don't think you're being unfair um, in terms of assessing uh, the demerit the, the demerits and, and merits of of candidates uh, like Fetterman. But again, I I think that the that one of the huge issues is in fact Donald Trump, the personality of Donald Trump. If you look at the exit polling, mm-hmm. uh, Republicans you know, supported Donald Trump like at 96 percent. It was quite high. Democrats opposed him at 90 percent. What is interesting, again, to go back to this independence piece, um, if you look at how independence fell out on President Trump, 35 percent of the voters said that they cast their votes to express opposition to him. Twenty three percent of those independents said they casted their vote in support of him. Mm-hmm. Well, still, that's a deficit. And yeah, so that yeah. that matters. I think that the Democrats basically um, changed the discussion uh, from what it should have been, which is inflation, should have been crime, should have been the economy, should have been the border, these kinds of things that Republicans have very, very good views about mm-hmm. uh, should have dominated in this race. And they didn't. And and independence, I think, at the end of the day, probably looked up and said, you know, we really don't like Joe Biden's economic approach. We don't like the way he's running the country. But frankly, we're more afraid of the other guys. And I think that's the sad, sad reality that we're looking at. Now, how do you address that? Well, I think Republicans could have addressed it this, this cycle, John, had they taken their economic approach that they announced, what, in in late September, somewhere in there, early September, and brought that back to July. You really have to get out in front of these elections, and you have to make very clear what your positions are so that they are compelling. And I think that, quite frankly, the Democrats were more successful at putting a negative pall over the entire election than Republicans were in lifting the vision and hopes of voters. It is interesting that contract, or what was it, covenant with America, or it wasn't a contract with America, but the the effort to re uh, recreate the magic of the original contract with America, which was so successful when Bill Clinton was president and Newt Gingrich was uh, uh, on the verge of becoming the Speaker of the House. I thought it was really generic and a little too... 
high level we want better lives for americans okay well you know the contract with america i think was successful because the average person if they saw it rolled their finger down it and said i agree with this i agree with this i agree with this mm-hmm. you know with some specificity um well i think that's exactly the point john i think the point you're really making is you've got to move beyond bumper sticker declarations and you've got to give the you've got to capture the imagination of the voter such such that there are enough specifics there that the voter can say you know what there's meat here i understand this and and so therefore uh, i want to to get on board and i i gotta tell you the energy piece is a perfect place to do that because you can tick off some things like refineries the pipelines Offshore drilling, the, the kinds of things that people could say, yeah, I can see where that would help supply. And bring Pennsylvania. Down the exactly. And the, right. I got you. Hey, I got to run, but I always appreciate your insight. You've been in this game for a long time, and you've ridden ridden high and ridden low with <laughs> with some of the changing stuff. A former delegate, Scott Lingenfelter, and the author of the book. I've got it right here on my bookshelf, Desert Red Leg. And the new book's out or coming out? Coming out on the 4th of July, Yanks and Blue Berets, Americans and UN peacekeeping operations. It'll be worth it. it. All right, we'll have you on, of course, before that, but when the book is getting ready to come out, make sure we've got you on to talk about it. Thank you. Take care, John. Have a great day. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.